Then... Oh, look at this. Look at this. Silky smooth. Nico Hines. Class attack. Dale Thinner. Short ball. Offload in the tackle. And they get some much-needed points to get in front of this Indigenous side. I love the confidence that the Māori All-Stars had to take the tap and not the kick. And the Māori All-Stars, 16-12 winners over the Indigenous All-Stars. What a game! On Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab, this is the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Welcome back to the show. Both the All-Star games, good um, tight contest, some great tries scored. I know our next guest would have enjoyed the footy yesterday. Phil Buzz Rothfield, good morning, mate. Thanks for filling in the last two weeks. Dino's uh, back in the chair today. Yeah, welcome back, puppy. Thanks, buddy. Great to have you back. I enjoyed my sleep in. <laughs> hey, just talking, I just heard your story about your mate who went to Levi Stadium and couldn't see when the, the 49ers in San Francisco. I got a, um, <clears throat> the TAB ran a promotion when was it about three or four years ago when Jared Hayne was playing for the 49ers? And a couple of punters, you walked into your TAB and you had a chance to join Matt Jenkins and myself. Matty Jenkins now at the ATC and you had a chance to join us at uh, Levi Stadium. So we flew all the way there via LA then up to San Francisco. We get to the ground, we're so excited. They announced half an hour before the start that Jared Haynes not playing. Oh, I remember that. Yes. So, so we went all that way. And he was in a terrible mood after the game. I thought, at least I'll get an interview downstairs. So I went down and there were a few local media there. And I said to Jared, how do you feel? And he was so sulky. He said, uh, well, how would you feel? And I said, well, I don't know, Jared. I'm not a professional athlete. Just, you know, you're the, mm. you know, I'm asking you. And the, it was one of the shortest interviews I've ever done. He just wasn't up for it, you know. So that one word that every a, two thousand yeah. k's, Buzz. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> no. Hey, but Buzz, you've been to a, at least one Super Bowl in your time, haven't you? Yeah, I've been to two. Yeah, what, what, um, can you tell us what, what what the event itself is like? Oh, look, as an event, it's as big as anything I've ever ever been to. You know, wow. it's um, it, and I've been to soccer World Cups and packed out stadiums in. Brazil and Russia, and but it's just the glamour of this event and the halftime entertainment's probably my favourite. And just you know, the atmosphere. Look, I've said before, I'm not a huge fan of the game. If I watch it, I tape it and fast forward through stoppages. But as a sporting event and the excitement it generates, not just in America but around the world, it's uh, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll be a great event again tomorrow. Buzz, as always, plenty of breaking news in your What's the Buzz column in today's Sunday telly. What did take my eye was your mate, well, one of your main stories about the Roosters making a play for Newcastle winger Dominic Young. Just run us through that. Yeah, the 21-year-old Knights and Great Britain winger Bulldog, um, much sought-after player, um, Wayne Bennett and Phil Gould have both had uh, the young fella tour their facilities at Belmore and at Redcliffe. And um, South Sydney, Sam Burgess, has been walking, working on him as a, as a fellow POM. And the Titans have offered him big money. And then last week, I learned that Mario Tartak, his manager, had had coffee with Nick Politis 
the last couple of weeks uh, in the eastern suburbs. Made a few other inquiries. And Trent Robinson actually had him around to his house in the eastern suburbs for dinner. The same tactic he used to uh, to snare Brandon Smith from Storm. Mm. And look, this guy is not just a very good winger with the dreadlocks, the speed, the excitement. He's a real sort of personality player now. And I mentioned in this column that what Nick Politis and Trent Robinson normally want, they get. He'd be an absolute excitement machine with Tedesco, Suwalihi, Manu, Luke Keary, etc. Um, so what's this space? Um, I think he does want to come to Sydney. So the Roosters' obvious favourites. Fair enough. Hey, Buzz, you've written about the Latrell Mitchell and Jack Whiten situation from last week. What, what's your take on that? What's going to happen here? Oh, look, as, as I said in the column last Monday, on the scandal scale out of 10, it's probably in two. They were just foolish and they'd had too much to drink. They were having a wrestle. Police came. Some say they were too heavy on the players. But the fact is they got locked up. They brought the game into disrepute. Front page story, led every television news bulletin. So when you look at if the NRL Integrity Unit, and I'm, I'm, I'd be interested in your thoughts, Dog, if they are to be consistent, they suspended Payne Huss last year for a year for basically clipping Albert Kelly, who'd trodden on his white new white sneakers. So I can't see either of them playing in round one of the comp, and I think that's pretty fair enough. Yeah, I think they've got to show some consistency, Buzz. As you say, it was a minor incident, but the bottom line is they are extremely high-profile players and they know full well if there is even a minor incident involving police that it will be page one news. So they've just yeah, got to get look, that through their heads. It's very difficult. Buzz, they're young blokes, they're out having a beer. I get it, but they just have to remember their responsibilities. Yeah, you're right. They're, they're both million-dollar players. Mm. Plus, the key factor, it wasn't 11 o'clock, it was 3.45am. And they'd got permission to leave the Indigenous All Stars camp to attend Jack's birthday. And it was ill-disciplined to be out at that time of night as much as they wrestle. They both think they're stronger than each other. And whenever they see each other, have a couple of beers, they want to fight, you know? Mm. Nothing serious. But yeah. the, the story I was most interested in my column today, dog. The media buzz section. Oh. <laughs> where you are the highlight. You are the I personality. Am. Thank you, Buzz, for doing that. <laughs> and after all these years, you finally come out as a Roosters fan. Yeah, I was I a Roosters fan. Manly. No, yeah. no, well, people always say I'm Manly. You're a Kevin Hastings fan, weren't I you? I keep yeah. telling people I never supported Manly and I've never supported the Bulldogs. I was a Mad East fan as a kid. Mm. These days, it's been, I guess, a lot of the passion's been beaten out of me after 34 years or mm. 35 years. But I loved Horry and. And, and Crusher and Royce if they were my heroes growing up, Buzz. And I, uh, yeah, I know, but I love your first jobs too. You used to sell <laughs> Christmas trees at Grace, at Grace Brothers. Brothers, correct? And then you had to measure up men at a suit yeah. hire shop. Yeah, I was a bit uncomfortable uh, doing that. Oh, well, I'm sure you were. Just a bit uncomfortable, Busby. <laughs> happy to hey, get Raymond, you must have had some ability though as a footy player. What about you played alongside yeah. Scott Dulay, Manoa Thompson, Roddy Wishart, great fella. And Graham McCoy. Yeah, correct. Yeah, well, was. they played alongside me, really. Oh, <laughs> oh did they? Yeah. You, you were putting them through holes. So well, I was never a glory seeker, Buzz. <laughs> what does he mean? Yeah, yeah. What does he mean, Buzz, when he when you ask him how do you spend a day off? This is Dino's reply. I love everything from pottering around my house 
to having a few beers, watching local footy and having a bet. What is potting around your house actually in town? Well, it probably means it's a lie. <laughs> no, then, I don't mind getting in the garden. Buzz knows that. The, and just having a tinker yeah. around. The thing I will pull you up on is where you say enjoy having a few beers. <laughs> now, on Saturday nights, I've often had phone calls from you over the years. Oh, Phil, and you if you're going to start telling secrets, you, I'm happy to play. <laughs> You are dribbling. Yeah, I'm happy to play if you want to start telling secrets, Philip. It's a long year, boys. We, we can hold back some yeah. of this stuff. Hey, hey, Buzz, I know you love your cricket as much as I do, but this oh. is an SMS from Kieran from Canberra. I want to read it out because we've got very similar sentiments all morning. Morning, Bulldog and Ray. I know it's pretty easy to knock our cricket team when we've just been pumped, but that was hard to watch. They played with no fire or resilience. They got what they want getting rid of JL. Now they have to find their identity and drop the nice guy act. And I ask you that because in your column today, the ratings were great. People were watching, but that wasn't the Australian cricket team that we're used to barracking for and want to see, Buzz. You know what I put in my panel in my Monday Buzz column tomorrow? Hashtag bring back Justin Wanger. <laughs> yeah, um, look, you, you look at who we beat in this summer, and South Africa weren't a shadow of themselves, the mm. great teams we've known, and the poor old West Indies. And it's it's it was a terrible, terrible performance over mm. there, and from team selections to, to form. And I enjoyed Peter Laylaw's piece and, and Crash Craddock's and Benny Horns, but Peter Laylaw pointed out that before this test match, maybe we showed too much concern about the pitch. It was a psychological Absolutely. thing. And and um, India batted on and got 400. And, uh, yeah, it's a big story, but people are really, really lapping it up. As I've said in the media section, the column today, mm. on KO and Fox, more than 500,000 viewers are, are watching it and uh, they're watching every ball. It's a steady rating across the entire day's play. Time-friendly, you know, it goes into prime time. But it certainly affected the rugby league ratings, which were interesting because they were down on last year. Um, in defence of rugby league, though, a lot of the sides are, are using their backup players, their reserve-grade players. And next week, it all gets a bit more serious and we'll see all the superstars returning and the ch good old charity shield, the World Club Challenge, Penrith and St Helens. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's pretty exciting, isn't it? Mm. Speaking of games going into round one, Buzz, you've done a nice story this morning talking to Shane Flanagan about being the man, yeah. the assistant coach, mm. trying to bring down yeah, none I other than his son, off. Kyle, who will be playing for the Bulldogs down there at Brookvale. Well, he, he said it actually makes him feel sick in the guts. and that, That's a heading to the story that... Um, it's interesting, Ivan Cleary did a podcast interview earlier talking about his year at the West Tigers and he, he spoke about having to coach against uh, Nathan that year. And he said it always uh, gnawed him, uh, you know, that he had to do it. He, he said he did it for two games. He hated it. Mm. He said his wife hated it. He, and um, But it's a fact of life. Kevin Walters coaches his boy Billy and Brad Arthur coaches his boy Jake. But sometimes these things happen in rugby league. They tell me Shane's doing a terrific job with the attack at Manly, but um, that's his job. He's going to have to try and stop Kyle, and it's a huge, huge season for him. His last year at the Dogs, they've shown no inclination towards re-signing him, so he's got to start strong. Mm. He's got to put himself in the shop window with other clubs for a contract for next season.
Exactly. Hey, Buzz, when we talk next Sunday, the World Club Challenge will be over. So just quickly, your take on St Helens last night. They looked pretty good against the Dragons. And how do you think they'll go against the Panthers in Penrith, where it's likely to be as hot as 40 degrees next Saturday? Yeah, well, I'll tell you my story. I took up your, uh, and I phoned Mike Rush during the week. Mm-hmm. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I drove over to, to Manly, at the, um, where they're staying, the team hotel, and had breakfast. And I am so impressed with that organisation. Not just that they've won four competitions, but it's the culture that that club has built with inside their four walls. Players I'd never met before were coming over, introduced, saying good day, beautiful manners. Wow. And um, it was, apparently the locals say it's been an absolute pleasure having them around that area. And um, their performance last night for their first run in the heat, they've come from freezing cold England. And I was getting a vibe from the players that they weren't all that concerned about the St George game. And they were already planning for Penrith to try to, you know, to do an ambush there on a great rugby league team. So they've come with their footy boots. They've come with their A games. And uh, that is going to be a tremendous Mm. game of football. I thought they were really, really impressive. Look, St. George didn't have their best side on the park. They've got a lot of work to do. They trialled a lot of young fellas. And look, I wouldn't be riding Saints off or any club. Everyone's bagging the West Tigers. Their defence was awful, but I... I think to make judgments, dogs, dog on these sides, you've got to give them six weeks into the comp, something like that, particularly West Tigers, a lot of new players, etc. Would you agree with that? Oh, 100%. I said earlier in the show, um, Buzz, you know, one week of trials is no indication, it's is it, particularly when it's the second string side. But yeah. it was a me, Phil, to reveal mm-hmm. that my first job when I was 16 was working in a hire shop. Yes. Great. Shane from oh, Butterham yes. has texted in. Hey, Bulldog, how, go- how good were you at the inside leg measurement? <laughs> so thanks for your column, Phil. I appreciate it. Well, you were the one who wrote it. I well, I was being honest. You're the one who wrote it. Don't blame me. All right, well, come on. Let's be honest. What, what was, was your first, first job? job? Did you have a job before media? I was a motor mechanic. There you go. There you go. There you go. Were, were, you, were you any I good at it, Buzz? No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was, uh, I buggered up the brakes on a car. And, oh, that's uh, nothing. That's only minor. <laughs> no. So the boss of the service station put me on driveway duties to pump petrol for the rest of my career before I got a job at News Corp. <laughs> so, yeah. so you buggered up someone's brakes. <laughs> no, yeah. As I said, Buzz, that's only minor. Lucky, Don't worry about lucky, that one. Lucky we discovered it before the brakes were out. Oh, I so. <laughs> <laughs> might suggest hey, you yeah. might have stayed there, Phil. No, I promise you, I was, they, they took me off and all I was no. allowed to do was pump petrol. No, it's, it's going to be a long year, but I reckon it's going to be a fun year. We're off to a good start already. Hey, Buzz, um, thanks for joining us, uh, as always, on a Sunday morning. We'll talk next week. The footy is back on, which is great. Good on you, Steve. Thanks, Buzz.